and I'm gonna get the opening right this time. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Who could know? Hi, I'm Emily, and I'm Kai, and I'm a little drunk, and I'm a little high, and, and this is why we weird. weird. So I don't know about you, but I have like a little dance I do when I say I tilt my head at various directions. Yeah, that, that counts sense. as a dance. There's totally a head tilt. Like I do, like there's a little like scrunch and a little head tilt, and then I mm-hmm. kind of like shoot my arms up and make my hands like weird claws out to the side. I don't know. Oh, I, that's so cute. I shrug my shoulders a little bit. And yeah, then just tilt my head side to side. So when we do our first live podcast. It's going to be great for everyone to, to see that happen. Why weed weird? Yeah. Oh, weird. <laughs> quirky. We're quirky. Should be called, I don't know. I can't think of more keywords than quirky that have to do with anything we do. Nope, nope. Quirky, queer. And quintessential. Ooh, I do like that. And white. Word inebriated quite inebriated (laughs) great we just (laughs) spent a good amount of time uh just talking about ourselves once again (laughs) (laughs) listen i'm sorry like what do you what do you want is the podcast (laughs) i love it i think it's great (laughs) i think it's very good and i think it's what our people are here for if i'm being real yeah I would agree. Like, those seven people are active listeners. Mm-hmm. They're here for us to do exactly that. We appreciate every single one of you. Also, Every single way. one of you. I'm going to say, um, anyone who sticks with us forever until Christmas time, I will send each of you a janky Christmas present. If you let us know that you've listened to every episode and you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, a voice memo. Mhm. Mhm. Oh, that's very good. Right. And you have you have one week. So once this episode drops in the not so distant future, mm-hmm. you, you'll have a week from mm-hmm. that Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, and that will be. Oh God, what's today? The nineteenth, the twenty third. Couldn't tell you. Twenty third. Twenty. The twenty. Oh no, I think it's the nineteenth. That feels good. No, no, I mean, I mean, Friday will be the twenty third. Oh. Really? Yeah. 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 Shit. Because Sunday is the 25th. Yeah. Is it July? Yeah. Yeah. How did we get here? <laughs> We're doing wild. great. Folks. <laughs> We're doing great here. There's no problems. Oh my God. <laughs> Don't worry. Over here at Wine Weed Weird Central, we on the <laughs> fuck top of it. We... Uh, I'm still in like a weird COVID haze. I don't know about you, but. I definitely am not. Like, that's the problem is that my brain still is and I have all these expectations now to like mm-hmm. like I don't know how I used to do this where I would like go to four or five different places a day that are like far apart from each other and I'd have to haul shit from point A to point B and mm-hmm. like send emails and like prep for meetings and like think about all the things I need to bring with me for the day before I leave mm-hmm. and <laughs> like be places at like certain times and then like get home and then also fucking like eat dinner mm-hmm. like I don't know how I ever did that I know <laughs> I used to do it every fucking day yeah literally every day mm-hmm. and even on fucking Saturdays I would go and mm-hmm. teach in New Jersey 
Oh, God, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I did that either. When Which I, think I okay, it. I do want to say this, and we eventually we are going to actually talk about our topic, but I think <laughs> this is important. The I think these are lessons that we are taking from COVID that are positive. Like, it's not like, oh, it was all worth it, like, at all. It is a fucking tragedy, and it was mishandled, and everything is terrible. But there are still lessons we can take from it. And, like, mm-hmm. I do not push myself and, like, torture myself the way that I used to. I am mm-hmm. just like, no, I'm not doing it. Like, I'm going to leave that open hour and a half between things because, like, I'll be able to eat a leisurely lunch and relax and, like... I don't need to try to pack in a third, you know? Right. Yeah. That's very important. And like when I go pick up the CSA share this year, I take my little granny cart with me. And then when someone is like, oh, do you want me to help you with that on the stairs? I'm like, yeah, that'd be great. Thank you. And I let them. (laughs) Wow. That's so great. (laughs) And it's really good. Building community. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Why wouldn't you take help? Like you don't got to be a martyr. There's Damn. a yeah. There's a guy. There's this like old man I've seen a couple times on the subway near uh, like 28th, I think, and he will have one of those little carts that he's hauling down, and he's walking slow, and he's doing his thing. And I say, "Please, sir, can I help you?" And he always says, "No, no, no, thank you so much, but no, I got it." And so then I don't. <laughs> and maybe I should just say, "Hey." But I'm going to help you and do it. But then <laughs> if someone tells you no, like, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, he's anymore. allowed to say no, you know. Yeah. Like, you're, all you can do is offer. Mm-hmm. If he is not in a place to receive, um, th- then that's something he needs to get right in his own heart, you know. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Maybe he feels really accomplished doing it by himself maybe Maybe this is like one of his few tasks that he's doing currently Well, maybe too like if he's getting older it's like there's more and more things he's not allowed to do for himself Mm -hmm. and like he can feel the way that his like his physical confidence is like slipping away and so like it's very meaningful for him to continue to do this for himself yes maybe i'm making it worse by offering my help Oh yeah, because then I like, oh, do I look like thing. I need help? Yeah, <laughs> it's like that, oh, no. I always think about that when I go to offer someone my seat on the subway. I'm like, does this person look old enough that they won't be offended that I think they look old? Yeah, exactly. You know, like not only does this look like someone who could use the seat, but like, <laughs> you know. Yep, I know. <laughs> I do the same thing. I've also, okay, here's a bad habit I've picked up in COVID is I've stopped caring a lot about reviewing all of the oncoming humans onto the train to see if I feel like giving my seat up. If I'm sitting, I'm sitting. And that's that. <laughs> you just don't see them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, so, I, you I'm know, gonna... that's actually good. I don't actually review every, at every stop because I'm just like looking at my book or I'm doing emails. Mm-hmm. Like if I happen to notice someone, I will, but like. I'm not really looking. <laughs> I used to be a heavy reviewer because I yeah. had guilt if I was sitting. I was like, I have two very capable legs. And now I'm like, you know what? <laughs> There's a thousand people on this shit and they could all stand up and give their seat away. Mm-hmm. Doesn't always have to be you. No. no. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> now it's been like almost 10 minutes. Good. We wasted lots of time. <laughs> <laughs> Doing good. Uh, 
we're going to talk about a, a weird thing because that's what we do on this podcast, oh, as you probably haven't gathered if you're listening for the first time because we've just been shooting the shit about um, COVID. But, you know, we've been talking about life lessons, and I think that's really valuable. And, you know, uh, sometimes schools try to make you learn life lessons, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it is bad. I mean, I, maybe not universally. I don't know. But in our experience, it's weird. Yes. I think maybe it has gotten better. Just thinking about what I experienced in high school versus what I experienced in elementary school, Mm. it did improve. However, I would say like mm, at least 2005 and before, if not a little after 2005. Oh, yeah. And that's my whole school experience. Yeah absolutely wretched and you maybe know, i had only wretched i don't know and well and you know we we both did you know not to give you another data point for your tack and and yarn and like string like board where you're trying to figure <laughs> out who we are and where we are <laughs> <laughs> as if it's not fucking obvious um, i've given away in, all of we grew myself. up in small town <laughs> mm-hmm so, yeah, so Ooh, I think that does impact your cultural experiences. Yes. But I think a lot of people did have weird anti-drug, anti-alcohol. Yeah, everybody got some of the. I think that is pretty universal. Yeah. Like this presentation. And the whole thing. Oh, man, I'm no. like, now it's like, I was only, earlier I was like, oh, I could only think of two that really stand out, although I know there was more. And now it's like all flooding back. I'm like having such a like a wave of memories right now of these people who came to talk to us at school and how weird it was. So weird. Um, all right. Why don't you share one first? Sure. So one that stands out and that I'm fairly certain is um, like the earliest one that I remember. I know he came like every year, I think for like a few, like I saw him several times. Um, I don't remember his name or any identifying data. But he was just, like, this, like, probably in his 30s kind of round, like, white guy just, like, being so cringe. And, like, I didn't, like, I, like, the secondhand embarrassment I felt for this man, like, (laughs) as an elementary school student, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, just not at all, like, taking in the message or, like, getting anything positive out of it, except that, like, this is what this man does. Like, I don't even know if I really understood that. Like, that this was his job, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, I think not. at first you're just like, yeah, they just come around and talk to people because they like to, you know? Right. Yeah. Or something. Like, mm-hmm. like, like, God, now I'm. this is like a whole new mind-blown thing. Like, how much money were they paid? I think about that actually more than probably a normal human does. Like, I will sit there almost like by daily and be like hmm I wonder how much those people make <laughs> like, <is it> worth <laughs> it? specifically motivational yeah. speakers <laughs> I do wow so this is this topic is near and dear to Kai's heart if <laughs> <laughs> anyone has the answer please tell me so I are can you stop thinking about it a motivational speaker and we're not talking like Glennon Doyle no. I love you Glennon Doyle please listen to my podcast that's not what we're talking about we're talking about like some guy who comes to your high school mm-hmm. and like drives around the local high schools. Yes, they go around yeah. to the schools and they they uh, you know spit some fire. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. So this, <laughs> the one thing I just remember one time, like this was, I think we probably were in like sixth or seventh grade the last time he came back. And like, we were all so fucking over it. And like, people were just openly mocking him and laughing at him. And I felt so bad. Oh. Like, I just felt so bad for this guy. Like, I was just like, oh my God, this is so mean. Like, I can't. Like, oh, I couldn't stand it. And then he like stopped his whole presentation to like give us a lecture about how we weren't being receptive. Like, I'm trying to give you a treasure. And we're just, just like, oh my God. Oh. I <laughs> <Poor> man. <laughs> want to die. Like, I can't listen. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, that's that's one. That's one of them that really stands out to me. Okay. Um, was he talking about like drugs, alcohol, all the? He was he. I'm sure he touched on that, but it really just felt like motivational for just like positive thinking and being yourself and like do like being a good person kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, cute. That's cute. And, uh, yeah, apparently we were not being <laughs> Right, that's what great. He's, like, coming to tell you about being a good person. And, and you we were just little fucking shits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that seems correct. <laughs> For, like, el- like, just children in general. Yeah. Okay. Oh, man. Kids are kind of the worst. No the joke. fucking worst. Yeah. Fucking worst. But, like, myself included. I'll throw myself in that category. Oh, no, no. I was the worst. I was absolutely, oh. I was, like, a, such a shitty shit. Like I was not, you know, not, not, a, not, a, I don't know. I mean, clearly I like, I had friends, but I just feel like I was so obnoxious. Yeah. I was both good and terrible. All of yeah. Them. Um, yeah. Do you talk about your others or should I like dig deep into? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to mention this one because he was brain damaged. Okay. Uh, like he told us this, this is part of his thing. And he wore this outfit, like these overalls, and then he had one purple Chuck Taylor and one red one. And he was like, this is how I tell my left and my right. I put the red shoe on my right foot and the lavender shoe on my left foot. <laughs> and we're just like, what? What? <laughs> and it was, you know, it was supposed to be like inspirational, like you uh-huh. can overcome anything kind of thing. I see. And so he <laughs> put his shoe. Okay. <laughs> that's cute (laughs) and that was the thing that's an interesting example I I forget he said something about like he was saying he was talking about how short he was and he was like is anybody in here shorter than this and I was like oh I am and he was like oh no when you're short it's cute oh my god (laughs) of course he said that (laughs) yeah (laughs) not inspired by that guy Oh, that's what we actually we had somebody come uh, when I was older, like in high school, maybe. And he was in a wheelchair and was giving us a speech about seatbelts. But it was actually very good. And I actually think about it often. Oh, wow. So you had a positive experience. I did. Yeah, I think he was actually like a good quality motivational speaker and could come and be like, I was in a car wreck because I didn't wear a seatbelt and now I'm paralyzed. And in a wheelchair for the rest of my life. But he did have a really hot wife. So, you know. So we think the dick works. fine. Yeah. Because we're rewatching Downton Abbey. And spoilers if you watch. But uh, there's a whole story arc where the uh, heir apparent's dick doesn't work. Oh, no. Because he's paralyzed? Yeah. 
Oh, shit. I wonder, as something else I think about, not often, but sometimes, is if you're paralyzed, does your dick not work? Because that would make sense. But then I think this it depends. man in the wheelchair. I think it depends on where the injury to the spine is. Okay. Like, I think your dick can work. Okay. Depending. Okay. Interesting. Wow. Bodies are wild. Speaking of weird shit, bodies are fucking weird. Um, okay. <laughs> Shall I go? Yeah. dig into this? Okay. Because okay, okay. I'm excited about this. Okay. Okay. So I grew up in like kind of a, it was a very small school, a little bit poor. So we could like. How many people were in your class? 20. I had a graduating class of 23. I oh, believe. yeah. You are smaller than mine. Mine was like 48. Which yeah. I was always like, that's so small. Yeah. No, we were baby. <laughs> Especially in elementary school, they would split you up sometimes in two classes. So then you're like 10. Oh, my God. It was a little, but we had a repeat offender. So every year I remember in elementary school, they would bring this man and his name is Pat McManus. And if you ever experienced Pat McManus, I absolutely require you to shout us out you and need let to. us the fuck know. And honestly, I'm not sure Pat McManus ever actually came. Like he had a whole crew. Oh, um, so he yeah. had like an organization. It was an organization. Yes, there we go. That's the word. And it was called Rock <laughs> and Prevention. <laughs> Rock and Prevention. Yes, which almost right. Oh God, Rock they and Prevention. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't like workshop that name at all. They really just right. went with the first fucking thing. <laughs> but I oh, think it's because he pre- was that's, seeing, that's like not rock music. <laughs> so they're rocking. <laughs> About prevention. The prevention of Rockin' prevention. Rockin' prevention. And I did, on a side note, I just read, I decided to Google him and see if I could find any information. Um, And he was born in Ireland, and it says he was born into an incredibly talented music family, musical family, which I think is wild because I wouldn't listen to this music I kind of skipped ahead in my story. I'll backtrack, don't worry. But I would never listen to this and think like, wow, yeah, this guy is talented in music. Because See, I'll bet told... he's like the black sheep of the family. Like the rest of them Maybe. are all talented and they're all just like in horror of... Right. <laughs> <laughs> he just like chose to write about what weird shit about and, and go around into bumfuck nowhere and sing these songs. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, so, if you haven't gathered, this man has song after song after song about, like, drugs, alcohol. um, They're about uh, not doing those things. Yes, exactly. Anti-drug, anti-alcohol, not doing drugs. There's a song called Anger Management, so it's about how to deal with your anger. Um, And I remember his most popular one that we would all sing and like have a party to is called wait what is it called mm, I don't oh it's called hey hey and it goes hey hey what do you say will you sing out your heart hey hey what do you say will you sing out love 
and we would all have a fucking party to that song. Um, I've like gone kind of off the trail. Anyways, basically, <laughs> this is all important information. Yeah. Also, uh, disclaimer: I will be singing probably a lot in the next few minutes, and I acknowledge that I might be tone deaf. I have no singing ability. And I think that's okay, and we can all accept that and just move on. And some of us don't have singing abilities, I think we and we're still allowed to sing. Yeah. Uh, so basically what I remember from this guy is that he would come and he would, like, sing all these songs, and they would make it really fun. So it was a fun thing to go to as a child, and you would learn different things. But also, when you're, like, seven, and somebody's telling you not to do drugs, you're just like, okay. Yeah, you're like, cool. yeah, totally. Like, yeah, why would I do drugs? Um, and then he would give us his album. So he has actually several albums. You can find him on Spotify. Again, his name is Pat, P-A-T, McManus, M-C-M-A-N-U-S, which he does have an Irish name. So I guess that's a true fact. Um, oh my gosh, Savage is having a meltdown right now. Savage, oh. can you hear her? Mm-hmm. Savage, come here. Her humans are not home and she's not happy. <laughs> come here, it's okay. Um, okay. <laughs> so anyways, I re-listened to this album when I was maybe, oh, when I was in high school. <laughs> so I was not nice to this album when I rediscovered it. And he has as I said, songs about not uh, doing drugs, not uh, drinking, not or like being just a good person. Um, so I'm going to talk about some of these songs. I'll just give you like a glimpse into some of the lyrics. I won't make you listen to all of the songs. Just some but, highlights. Yeah, some highlights. These are my top like three favorite songs, I think. So one of them is called Loner. So again, if you want to just look it up, it's called Loner by Pat McManus. Um, this is about you, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. It goes like this. Um, well, okay, first there's the most serious guitar opening, and you're like, oh wow, this is kind of <laughs> serious. Deep. <laughs> <It's important. laughs> then it goes, he's a loner. He's alone. He's a stoner (gasps) he's so stoned and then it repeats and basically that's the song (laughs) he's a stoner he's so yeah it's wild and it's one of those things like you have no information as to why this is a bad thing i guess it's just like because he's alone and like you don't want to be alone like if you get stoned you'll just be alone is that the whole thing something like that Mm because i feel like i made a lot of friends with me i know (laughs) That's the thing. It's very contradictory to what's really happening. Uh, And then there's, like, some other lyrics, but it's really hard to understand what he's saying. But the things I caught and gathered were that he is a prisoner of his mind, um, that he has no strength to run. I'm not sure why that's important, why he needs to be running. Like, physically? Like, physically run. He has no strength. (laughs) He has to sit on the couch. Um, His family... He needs a different strain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's just trying to chill. Sometimes people are just God damn! To chill. It's like poor Donald Duck. No one can leave him alone to read his book. <laughs> um, and then he's just like wasting his life away mm-hmm. <laughs> because he's just busy being alone and being stoned, and he doesn't know how to get out of it. He's trapped in his brain. Um, so that's that song. 
Um, and then there's so it opens with very serious guitar, and then there's this wild guitar solo in the middle of it. Wild, absolutely wild. This is probably the best musical one. Lyrics, shit. Guitar solo, not too bad, in my opinion. What do I know? Um, so that's song number one. Let's see. Then we have one. I just think this is fun and silly. It's called Character Counts. And so this is one of those that is about um, just being a good person, I guess. And I don't. did your school have like the six pillars of character? No. Okay. You so mentioned this previously. And, and yeah. We had, well, we were a Catholic school. So it was like okay. the Beatitudes, the fruits of the spirit. Oh, okay. So we were really big into the six pillars of character for you. Respectful and... No, I can't. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> it's like respectful, responsibility, trustworthiness, good citizenship, fairness, and another one. Caring? Should I say caring? I feel like a lot of those are like the same thing. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, and sometimes I think good citizenship. I'm like, what? <laughs> I think, like, being a good citizen, good human, like, to your neighbors. Yeah. Like, being a good community member. Yeah. Like, citizen has this other connotation of, like, you'll report the commies. Exactly. It makes me slightly uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but one, uh, but, okay. Uh, uh, where are we? The lyrics of the chorus go like this what's inside of you do you like who you are do you like what you do and that's pretty much the song Mm, yeah that's really i can hear the driving beat behind that yeah it's so intense (laughs) um yes okay and then so i just kind of have a blip of one so there's one called Just say no and go. This is not one of my favorites. I don't think it's great, but I enjoy the fact that, again, it is getting at the point that one of the best things to do if you are offered drugs or alcohol or something that you shouldn't be doing is to just say no. Just say no and go. Oh, that's how that goes. And then he tells you, tell someone. Um, And then another tip is run for your life. (laughs) (laughs) And if you never start your drugs or alcohol, then you'll have no habit at all and everything will be fine. I, I mean, I guess that makes sense. You got to run for your life now because if you don't, you'll, you will have no strength to run. <laughs> oh, can you imagine though? Just say no and go. Like somebody being like, hey, do you want drugs? And you just <laughs> fucking book it. But then, <laughs> that's the thing is no one is like, do you want drugs? It'd be like, People are smoking a joint and they're just like hold it out to you and you, just you do the snake arm and then you run. <laughs> you gotta do the snake Get arm. Away from me. <laughs> snake arm and run. Oh, Leave man. me alone. <laughs> oh, that is the way to say no to drugs. That's snake it. Arm it's either that or do the the uh, Miss Piggy karate shop. Oh, yes, you could do that, too. Yeah, that's great. That goes right along with your snake arm. That's your stun. Yeah, your stun. And and dirty trick. <laughs> All in one. So, okay, I just have one more. This is actually probably my favorite song because it's 
feels insane to me. And this song is called Anger Management. The The name speaks for itself. Um, so it's just kind of trying to tell you how to deal with your anger. And, and the, well, the, the song itself has a lot of angst in it. It feels pretty angry, mm. um, which is kind of fun. And the chorus is like, I want, wait, I wrote down wrong. But it's like, I want to know what to say. I want to know what to do. I want to know what to say when I'm angry with you. And then he just yells. Oh, wow. That's really something. Incredible. And then again, there's tips for how to be like deal with your anger. So some of them are count backwards real slowly. That's one. Um, if you walk a mile in their shoes and then find a compromise, um, obviously take deep breaths, um, talk to your friends, talk about your feelings, uh, try to problem solve and then deal with stress when ready. Let them know like your feelings when you're calm and steady. So that's a good poem you can like take with you in your life. I mean, that's that's bad advice. When you're ready. Let them know when you're calm and steady. Yeah, it's not that's, bad. You know, that's solid. Like, I don't disagree with that, you know. No, it's just, like, the whole um, the whole atmosphere of the song just feels really, really weird. Really and then there's just wild screaming at the <laughs> end of it. Oh, my God. That's a, that is interesting. It's great fun. <laughs> so, again, if you want to look up any of these songs... And I do. And the specific album that I was given is called Champion. Matt McManus? Pat. P-A-T. Oh, yeah. He's Irish. Yes. Pat McManus. Pat McManus. It's McManus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is actually helpful. That's not how I would have spelled it. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Back to you, Emily. Back to me. Uh, I had um, one more that I wanted to dig into, and I'll see if I remember any other weird, like any brief memories of other ones. Um, but there was this one, he only came once, and I'm pretty sure we were in high school. And he he did, it was like a whole one-man show, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it just felt very unhinged. And like, it felt like it was meant to be an inspirational, motivational speaker thing, but it wasn't like there wasn't like the content was not really inspirational. Yeah. <laughs> like his, correct. His, his name was Dan Brown. Dan Brown. If you saw Dan Brown, if this <laughs> is ringing any bells, like I really you got to you got to do the thing. You got to fucking shout like, us out. <laughs> Weird at gmail.com tell me about your experiences with dan brown uh you can also tweet us at wine weird and of course you know we are really fucking pumped about voice memos with loved ones really with loved ones uh and if you go to spotify you can click a link that will take you to our show page um i'm sure there's a link on all your other podcast apps as well but you can also just go to anchor.fm slash wine weird that's that's it and that is where you can leave us a voice memo do it. I'm also going to pop the ad in here. Nope.
And we're back. And we're back. Um, I've been I've been trying to put it mid episode. I feel like it's less annoying than having it first. Yeah, I don't know. You can tell us. <laughs> tell us how you feel about ad placement. Tell us how you feel about ad placement. If you'd rather send us money, I cannot put that on there also. Send like us that a Venmo. It's exactly like fucking Spotify when you don't have premium and all the ads are for Spotify premium. We'll get rid of the ads if you give us money. It's like literally the mafia. Wait, I have Spotify premium. Oh, yeah, I do too. But like when people don't have it. Oh, I see. I see. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so Dan Brown. Dan Brown. It was this one-man show thing. And he would, like, go back and forth between being, I think, I'm not sure if he was the same character the whole time and we were just jumping around temporally. Or if he, like, played different people or if he was sometimes, I feel like he was sometimes just himself speaking, Mm -hmm. like, about his experiences. But then he would also kind of be these characters. And there was a whole thing, like, about him being a soldier in the Vietnam War. Oh, no. he did this thing where he, and I'm, I think this was when he was himself. It's hard to say. But he was like, you know what I learned in the military? You never stand and you can kneel. And you never kneel. And you can squat. And you can <laughs> squat when you can sit. And you never sit when you can lay down. I don't understand any of that. So <laughs> he's telling us to lay down all the time. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's what I like, if you can be laying down, why aren't you? <laughs> That's a great point, actually. <laughs> Which, okay, actually, that really ties into our COVID lessons we're learning about, like, not pushing ourselves <laughs> right. so hard. Why am um, I not So, here you go, Dan Brown. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just, and he did, like, as he said it, he went from standing to kneeling to squatting to lying down. That's incredible. That is art. <laughs> like, and we all were, I swear to God, we all, that was like the most well-behaved we've ever been for one of these fucking things. Cause we were all just like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> I think that's amazing. That like another art. part I remember is when he was in this character of being this like soldier in Vietnam. And he, I don't know if he was just like reflecting or if he was like writing a letter or what the conceit was, but he just had this like monologue about his interior state and he was saying how, like, one minute you're whatever in school or something, and the next you're in the jungle. Like, nah, I'm just trying to survive. Well, someone else is bang, banging your girl. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, like, he air-humped when he said it. What? <laughs> what, was what, what was he there to do? Just tell you about Nam? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm confused I don't by remember. Man. Enough. <laughs> I have no. I. It doesn't make any sense to me. That is wild. Wine weed. Wine weed. Wild. Wine weed yeah. Wild. So yeah, Dan Brown. Dan Brown happened, and we were all just like, like when we got to our senior year of high school, and we were supposed to choose a commencement speaker. We like begged them to find Dan Brown. Dan Brown. <laughs> like we need to hear That's more incredible. from Dan Brown. <laughs> But he, I don't know if he actually disappeared or if they just refused to, like, find him. I'm sure they refused to find him. Side note, we also tried really hard to get them to have the speaker be someone uh, who went by Bro Ran, Brother Randy. 
he was a he was like a um religious like brother at this um retreat center we had a retreat at and I don't remember what his deal was. I guess he was weird or funny. I don't know why everyone was like, bro ran. Maybe we just liked saying bro ran and we were nihilists and didn't give a shit who gave the speech. It ended up being some guy from Mill Iron or something. From what? Uh, this like scrap metal company in oh. my small town <laughs> oh. or something. He, I think that's Did he like it. know you guys? We always had teachers that did it. Well, no, it was, it was like you're supposed to find someone who's inspirational. Like, oh, we were the world. To... Okay. So you found the scrap middle guy. Yeah, which, like, <laughs> I feel like it wouldn't have better if we got. Oh, he could have taught you so much. Yeah, yeah. We could have maybe touched on, like, World War II, you know? Right. We just had teachers, so they could tell us about, like, us and then give us words of wisdom into the future. That's cute. Yeah, I guess. We were, again, too poor to ask anyone else to do it. <laughs> that is often what it comes down to. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think if there were any others, any other weird speakers that I remember distinctly. I wish I could remember more. Because I know we had them all the time. They love weird speakers at schools. I only remember. Oh, like, okay, okay, wait. I do remember one other one. I think he had a python with him. A python? What did like he teach you about snakes? Well, no, he taught us about not doing drugs or alcohol. But he with had a, a snake. python with him. And, like, if I remember correctly, which I might be conflating memories, I don't know. I'm, I'm honestly getting a little paranoid that I shouldn't be trying to remember these things that are so far back while high. Because my understanding is that every time you remember something, you're, like, re-remembering it and re-encoding it in your brain. And, like, when you're high, you don't form memories well. So I'm worried. I'm, like, oh. fucking up my memories, which is probably not real. If oh. you know about science, <laughs> tell us. No. Voice memo. Um, it's probably not real. But anyway, I think he had a snake. But the other distinctive thing I remember, two, maybe three other things. He was talking. He had, like, a football scholarship. But then he got in a car accident because he was drunk. And so he was demonstrating how his football dreams were gone. And he, like, fucking like spiked that helmet down on the floor like slightly behind him and it went ricocheting off and flew the brick. <laughs> and wow. it was a little alarming. Um the other thing was he had a bunch of teachers get up there and like every time he said dopey they had to like do a stupid dance and say dopey. I think it was like look we're all friends here. I'm help we're making fun of your teachers. We're bonding. I don't know. Oh my god. Um, so that was weird. And then the other thing is apparently his son asked him, like, what do you do for fun if you don't drink or do drugs? And so he took him in his car to a fast food restaurant and they wrote on a piece of poster board, the speaker is broken, speak as loud as you can, and taped it to the intercom and then sat in the parking lot where they could watch the uh, unfolding events. And like, oh God. yeah, that is funny, honestly. I'm not saying that it's is not funny. funny. But also like, real okay, so instead of just like smoking some weed in your own home you're gonna go make a bunch of like minimum wage employees miserable right like, like that's, that's kind of a great prank he just told you yeah how to do fun things that are at other people's cost so, <laughs> which yeah, is I like know. i mean that is kind of what you do when you're in a small town and you have nothing to do yeah no i totally is you end up doing these stupid pranks and shit my what? brother and i used to go to kmart and ride around on the carts until they died yeah 
So like scooters. <laughs> oh my god. The like for like the people who can't walk? Mm-hmm. I forgot about those. <laughs> <sighs> That's incredible. Yeah, I did some weird shit. I don't remember what. I know I used to like prank call as fuck. Oh my god, the prank calls. The we did a lot of those calls. Did you have Delilah? Delilah after know. dark, the radio person? Delilah. That's kind of what it sounded like. Okay. <laughs> it sounded that fucking like such feelings behind it. Um, but she would like take calls from people and they would tell her their like love situation and sometimes she'd give them advice and then they would either request a song or she would like pick a song for them and play it um we didn't have that so it's all these love songs and we would always try so hard to call into delilah and like talk to delilah (laughs) and we would make up these elaborate stories to tell delilah and like to see to what song we'd end up with but we could never get past her screener because we were a bunch of giggling kids (laughs) yeah I, we used to have a radio station called, um, I don't remember. I'm sorry. I forgot what the show was. No, I remember what the show is, but I forgot what it was called. Anyways, um, they would have somebody call in and say they wanted to send like a dozen roses to somebody, fake roses. So they'd call into the radio station and they would say like, Hey, I have this situation going on. I think my boyfriend is cheating on me was usually the scenario. Mm-hmm. So the radio station would then call um, this person and they would say, hey, this is blah, 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 flower shop. You just won a free dozen roses and you can send it to whoever you want. And so then they would see who they end up sending it to. Okay, but you can't prove a negative. No. Like, just because he sent you the flowers doesn't mean he's not cheating. Maybe he felt bad about cheating. <laughs> like, right, exactly. <laughs> but I wonder if, like, while that was going on, any, like, local florist tried to do a promotion like that. And, like, someone answered the phone. They were like, fuck you. You got my, my, you, I'm, you're why I'm divorced. <laughs> like, I know. I think about that often. <laughs> so, also another thing that crosses my mind on the reg. <laughs> These, I do feel uh, like I remember this. that vaguely. I don't know. Yeah. Did you have that? It, Maybe I think it was did. on like Kiss FM. So it might have oh, been. Oh, no. We had Kiss FM. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kiss FM. I mm-hmm. think it replaced K Country. Mm. I hope so. But that was wild. Yeah. Now I'm remembering all these old radio like call, like slogan things, you know? Oh, yeah. Radio. Y105. I don't remember. I just remember. I don't even know what I remember. 997, the Blitz. God, it's so weird. Oh, I remember Star 102.5. Oh, damn. That's really, that's going to get you up and going. Yeah, it is. That was like the second best radio station. Used to be the first, then it became the second. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that might, those might be all the ones I can remember. Yeah, I don't remember anything else. I probably could if I try hard, but I don't feel like anyone cares that much. (laughs) Um, Just, this wasn't a motivational thing exactly, but like, oh no, maybe it was. I'm trying to remember if our school just owned these or if someone came and like 
let us use these, but they were the drunk goggles. You put them oh. on and mm-hmm. supposedly they alter your vision the way that you would if you were as drunk as the goggle. So there was like different, like there was like kind of your like too drunk to drive ones. Yeah. And then there was like way too drunk ones, I guess. Yeah. So we were, we got to try these on and they were so much fun. We all just started spontaneously playing tag with them. Because you couldn't, like, the person wasn't where you thought they would be. So it was really fun. Uh, And, like, with the really bad ones, you'd end up just, like, running in circles. (laughs) And I swear to God, like, it was, I was like, wow, being drunk is fun. (laughs) (laughs) So they had the opposite effect once again. Absolutely. And the best part is, the thing is, like, that aspect of being drunk is not actually fun. It feels fucking horrible. Uh, It does. It it is not fun. They don't like inject something in you to make you feel the same thing that you're feeling at that moment yeah like if they could make you feel that like then that yes. might work and you like might you're be like also Ooh. about to vomit everywhere uh, and yeah, then wake up like, feeling terrible yeah awful 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 yeah so like that's the irony is like by the time you're drunk enough to have vision like these goggles you're you're way fucked up past where like being drunk is fun but by mm-hmm. accident they taught me that in, in moderation uh, being drunk is fun. <laughs> yeah, school's fucked up. We literally were like, "Can we buy a bunch of these and can we play tag with them in gym class?" Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Mauer was like, "No, these are actually very expensive." Oh, what a weird thing to be so expensive. I know. This is also not a motivational speaker thing, but uh, they used to take every like a certain year, you would get to go to a nearby prison and you would spend a day at this prison. And they would treat you like you're a prisoner. It's like a school program or whatever. So people would go, they'd wear the jumpsuits, and they would just get yelled at all day. So you would kind of get scared out of going to prison. My That's class, so fucked up. Isn't it fucking weird? And then now That's as Stanford older, prison experiment. It, and you're like, why is prison such a like terrible thing? But that's another, that's another, that's a whole, that's all for another time. But my class didn't get to go because we were too bad, is what they said. And I was like, doesn't that mean you should go? (laughs) Right. That's what I said. Doesn't that mean you you need it? Like you need to like go to prison? (laughs) Is what I said. But we weren't bad in the sense where like everybody was doing a bunch of drugs and drinking. Like some, well, some people would come to school drunk, so we kind of were. But we just, like, together were a mess because we – our class got along really well at the mm-hmm. time. And so – Oh, yeah, no, that's, that's always bad. Properly, yeah. No, once there's a critical mass, that's that's trouble. Yeah. So we probably all would have just laughed and been like, this is stupid. <laughs> and you can't touch me, so what are you going to do? So, anyways, that's all I have to say. Wow, powerful. Unionize, that's the lesson there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yes. that's. I think that's all of our experiences. We would, you know, love to hear about yours. So, by all means, do all the things. Oh, and also, you got to leave that iTunes review and, uh, you know, rate and review wherever you listen. But it especially helps on iTunes, I guess. I don't really know. Mm-hmm. I don't really understand it. Um, but it's great to do that. And, you know, you got to, like, subscribe so you don't miss episodes. Right now, our episodes um, that are currently, like, you know, least black are uh, Occam's Razor, which, like, we talk about a whole fucking 80s rock opera that's a Phantom of the Opera prequel. So you should listen to that. Yeah. That's not. That's a good episode. 
Also, Cartoon All Stars point one and two, and I feel like that is some of our best work. It is good. Some of our best work. Uh, that that's um just the Cartoon All Stars. Yeah, that's a uh, Punk's Not Dead and uh, Mona Lisa or not Mona Lisa Lisa Frank sewage. <laughs> Mona oh, yeah. Lisa sewage. I'm gonna call this one Mona Lisa sewage. Mona Lisa sewage. Sometimes the title just comes to you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. All righty. I think I think we can wrap it up. I think so. So I'm Emily. And I'm Kai. I've been a little drunk. I've been a little high. And you've been listening to Wine Weed Weird. Great job. Killed it. Absolutely killed it. Once again.